This is Austin Pace with BYU-Idaho Radio, and I'm joined today by Sydney Telfort and Maria Tim, two current BYU-Idaho students with two very similar stories. Sydney is getting her general studies done and wishes to be a stay-at-home mom. Maria is finishing her general courses, but with hopes in working in dental hygiene. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourselves. Where are you from? What are your interests and hobbies? And how far along are you in school? I'm from a small town. It's called Dietrich, Idaho. It's super teeny tiny. It's about three hours away from here, Rexburg. It's a super agriculture place. You know, there's lots of uh, cows everywhere. We have lots of acres, fields. You know, we grow lots on our family farm. And some things I like to do, I like snowmobiling. That's always the best in winter. And then also just like doing whatever on the farm. (laughs) I am also from a small town, very agricultural land. Um, I'm from Oroville, Washington. It's north central, right by the Canadian border. Um, Some things I like to do is volleyball. I love volleyball. It's my passion. Um, I love board slash card games. Those are always a good thing to do for fun, like with friends or something. I love to hang out with friends and family. Like, that's really important to me. And this is my first semester of school. Oh, yeah. This is my first or second. Second. Okay. So did you guys graduate? What year did you guys graduate high school? This last year. This last last year. year. 2023. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your high school lives. What decisions did you guys make that led to you guys coming here to BYU-Idaho? Me personally, um, I didn't come from, like, a place with a bunch of LDS, um, like, people. Like, it was just me and, like, some of my family members. So I really wanted to, like, grow in the gospel. So I was like, what better place than BYU-Idaho, right, where you're surrounded by LDS people? Um, And also my brothers went here. So I was like, it's a good place because they live here now. So I can just go to them if I need any help or anything with anything. So, yeah. And then from where I'm from, almost, like, 90% of the people— are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so it's like everyone goes to school here in Rexburg. And so I was like, why not just hop on the train and join them? And then I also have two older siblings that are here too. So just following everyone. (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. So the two of you went and worked at Redfish Lake Lodge in Stanley, Idaho this past summer. What circumstances led to you guys getting a job there? Okay, actually, my sister-in-law is her second cousin, and we actually didn't know that until we went up there to work. But she recommended this job because it's a really, like, it has a good environment. And, it, like, it was a good first step out of, for independence, like, on your own. And so um, what led to this decision was she was like, you should totally apply for this job because we were, like, struggling what to do for our gap between high school and, like, when we started BYU-Idaho. And so she was like, this is a perfect job. You'll have an amazing time. So um, we kind of just applied and then we got the job and we met amazing people there and we had great connections and it was a really fun time. So did you guys meet there or did you guys know each other beforehand? So, yeah. So we actually met at their wedding, didn't know each other, you know, at Maria's uh, brother's (laughs) brother's wedding and my sister-in-law. And so we met there and, you know, never saw each other, never said hi. Like, you know, there was no connection. And then we found out you know, earlier this summer when we were working together that we were related and then we're like, wait, you were at the wedding too? So she's a cool little Yeah, now we're besties. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so for you, 
uh, Sydney? Um, so kind of like the same story. I just had an awkward gap in between high school graduation and then like starting of college. And I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And I kind of wanted to like go off and like move out of the house just because I just wanted to get a head start of like getting out before college because I thought college would be so scary. But it's actually not, <laughs> not too bad. But I just wanted to move out of the house and I couldn't figure out, you know, exactly what I wanted to do. And my sister worked there that last summer and I just went up with her when she was moving out just to like, I don't know, walk around as they like show her the place, you know, show where she's staying and whatever. And so I just went with them and as they were, she was getting her tour, I was like, holy cow, like these people are literally the best people alive. And like, they're so sweet and so kind. I was like, I want to be here and be in this environment. So I applied and got the job and loved it. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys do there? Like what what was your, I guess, job? We did housekeeping because there was like 40 cabins that needed to be cleaned every day. And we just like took care of them kind of. Yeah, yeah. Future, future mom. Yes. <laughs> Learning some good skills. Yes. Awesome. Very. So I'm guessing you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I A loved lot. it. Like the best every- first step I could have ever made in my life. Yeah, no. And like every day after we would clean all our cabins... We would just go in the laundry house and fold laundry and we'd just jam out to music every day. And then we'd have party lights and it was always like a blast every single day. Yeah. And we worked from nine to, let's just say five. And so after we just had like the rest of the day to like go enjoy the resort, basically. Yeah. So it was fun. Play out on the lake and everything. So it was awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Sounds yeah. like a dream job. Yeah. Especially no, for somebody yes. coming right out of high school. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. So while you guys were at the lodge, you both had experiences which which led to your decisions to serve a mission. So if it isn't too personal, could you tell me a little bit about those experiences and how they led you to make that big of a decision from not going on a mission to deciding to go? Yeah, yeah. So I never even thought of serving a mission. You know, growing up in the gospel, it was always like, oh, yeah, guys go serve missions. Like, that's what guys do. But I was like, I've never heard of like, oh, yeah you should consider a mission, you know, that was not, that was not what I was around or whatever. And so being up in uh, Redfish, there was lots of girls that were like getting their papers ready, had, you know, ready, having to uh, leave work to go do their doctor's appointments or whatever. And I'm like, wait, that's actually kind of cool. And so a couple of them got their callings when they were working there. And so it was like super cool just to be like with them as they were going through the whole process. And I was like, wait, I kind of want to serve a mission. So that was just like a thought in my head, never really like wanted to actually, it was just like, oh, that would be cool if I did, you know? And then, so I just came up to Rexburg and I was talking to my roommate's boyfriend, actually. He started, you know, got his mission car or whatever. He didn't actually end up going, but he knew the whole process of like when you should start and like how that's all going to work out. And so I was like figuring out like how many months I need you know, in order to like leave as soon as I turned 19, I was like, how many months I need to like start getting on paperwork? I'm like, holy cow, I need to get it done now. And so I just like went on our fridge and we have like our bishop's number on there. And I was like, I don't even know like who to contact. So I just texted my bishop and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about serving a mission. Like, can I meet with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. Come in my office. That's where it all started. Yeah. And for me, it was sort of kind of similar. Like I was watching everybody um open their mission calls there and I was like surrounded by that and before this before I went to like Redfish or like even the begin beginning of Redfish I was thinking about a mission like I was like that is a possibility I guess but like that is way out of my comfort zone that's not for me there's so many missionaries out there what am I gonna do for the, for it what how am I gonna ha- help in some way but then 
at the end of it, when actually Sydney left to come to Rexburg, I was still there um, finishing out my job. And we needed help in housekeeping because so many people left. So a return missionary actually came. And I was already kind of like thinking about a mission because I was like, I prayed about it. And I was like, why not go? I'm, I'm worthy. Why not go? So a return missionary came and he actually like, pinpointed my focus on serving a mission because he was like we should do a scripture study every morning um before work and so I was like that sounds an awesome idea this might help me like think of why I need to go so we did that every morning and it helped me so much like I learned so much just by studying by myself with a group of people that were kind of like me like some people that wanted to go on a mission like he had already came back from his mission so he was like freshing out of the field so it was a great like example to me and then so my bishop is my dad. So I actually had to um, talk to him about it. I was like, Dad, I want to serve a mission and I need like your help for it. And so he was like, OK, let's start your papers now. That's awesome. So did you guys ever talk to each other about missionary service? Actually, I didn't know that Sydney was also going to become like a missionary until I started my papers and I was talking to her about it. Uh-huh. So I called her one of the days. So I came up a semester before her. And I called her one of the days and I was talking about like a meeting I had. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I was talking about like a meeting that I just had with like the bishop or whatever about starting my papers because I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't told her yet. And so I was just like excited. We haven't caught up in a while. So I was just telling her about life update. And she's like, no way. I actually got a um, meeting with my dad, you know, her bishop. Yeah, my bishop. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I just started that too. So. And so we were like really excited for each other because we were both deciding this like on our own, but like it's like together, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's super so, cool. So like yeah. you guys both had very similar experiences, came about it different ways and didn't really talk about it beforehand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that kind of yeah. cool how like That's, just the Lord works? That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. So do you, either of you guys have your calls? Yeah, yes. we both do. Yeah. Awesome. Where are you guys going? Um, I'm going to Toronto, Canada, and I'm leaving in May. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Dominican Republic, Santiago, and I'll be leaving April 29th. Very cool. And you're speaking Spanish? Yes. Are you speaking a language in um, Canada? I'm just, th- I'm just speaking English. That's the hardest. That's the hardest oh, yeah. thing I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm so excited, <laughs> though. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what are you guys most excited for about serving a mission? So, for my mission, my mission is one of the prettiest missions in Dominican Republic. So, I'm super, super excited about that because I love, I don't know, pretty views. And so, I'm excited for that. And it's also super hot there. And I'm really excited to try out warm weather because... In Stanley, Idaho, where redfish is, it's freezing there all year round. And then also here in Rexburg, you know, it's kind of cold. I just want to go out to warm weather, you know, experience that. (laughs) And I'm really excited just to meet the people of Toronto or Ontario, wherever I serve the areas. I'm just so excited to meet the people and my companions and the state, I mean, the mission president. I'm just so excited. Like the people... That's where that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, and those are two very different climates. Yes, I'm telling you <laughs> yes. right now, you're gonna yeah. like the heat for a little bit. I'm from Arizona. <laughs> I I know heat. That's like that's my thing. I serve my mission, like on the like right next to the equator, super hot and humid. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like it for a little bit, yeah. and then it's gonna <laughs> kick your butt. So <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it though. And I honestly really wanted to serve like a like a hot area because I was like I want to go somewhere warm. But since I'm going to Canada, but Rexburg's preparing me for it, and I'm so excited. Yeah. I know this is where I'm meant to go. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So you guys are super excited about that. Yes. And there's obviously some, I guess, fears that come with serving mission. I know when I got my call, I was so excited that night that I opened my call. And then I went to bed 
And I was just staring at my ceiling thinking, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And like, I just got super overwhelmed and scared with just, I was just super nervous. So what are you guys, what's, what, what's your, your guys' biggest fear in serving a mission? Um, my biggest fear, I'm scared of like having companions that don't really come. I'm just scared that we won't like get along. Get along. Yeah. We, I don't, I'm just scared that we won't get along and like we won't work out like very well but um and also like maybe if we meet someone and I don't have like the right answer but I think I think it will just it just comes with its fears and sometimes you just gotta get over them so mm-hmm. yeah yeah the thing with me is like serving a mission I was like I'm really excited to have those super hard companions and super hard people to deal with it kind of sounds weird but I'm really excited to like figure out how to like deal with difficult people because it's like I've been surrounded by like a lot of the same people my entire life you know my my roommate last semester was my best friend since I was a baby you know so mm-hmm. it's like I knew her my entire life and then obviously like the twins and stuff like I'm hanging out with them my roommate now is my sister you know we grew up right. in the same bed we're always together and so it's like I'm really excited just to like find new people that are like crazy hard to deal with and just like figure that out for myself you know learn patience and stuff like that because that's gonna be so good with my future children and like my future spouse and stuff like that so one of your biggest fears is also one of your biggest excitements. (laughs) yeah yeah well I think another fear that I have is just like not necessarily like leaving my family but like knowing that they're gonna be living their lives you know my little brothers they're gonna be like in high school and stuff and it's like so sad to like oh my gosh like my brothers are growing up, you know, and then my oldest brother, his wife is going to have his baby right as soon as I leave. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. No, that's going to be so hard because it's like I love children so much. And so it's like she's having her baby right when I leave. So I won't be able to see the baby for a year and a half. So it's just like kind of sad that people are going to, you know, my family members, you know, are going to be living their lives. And I'm like, oh, wait, I thought the same thing. My sisters, my one of my sisters was going to graduate high school and then start college. My other sister was getting ready to go into high school. And then my little sister has like a lot of medical problems. So like she's always just been someone I've stuck with, you know? Uh Yeah, yeah. And I was really scared about that. I'm like, okay, they're going to be living their lives. And then I'm just stuck. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm putting my life on hold to go on a mission. Yeah, yeah. But really, when when you think about it, you're going to be progressing so much more, right? It's just a different type of progression. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, coming back, it was still kind of hard, you know, just... Mm-hmm. Getting back and seeing the whole family dynamic change, but you also realize that you've changed so much yeah. because of the experiences on your mission. So I, I think those are great fears to have, right? And there's obviously going to be those fears, and you're going to learn how to get through them. So what are you guys doing now to help prepare you for those challenges that are that do come from missionary work? Okay, I'm in missionary prep class, like to get me more prepared for my mission. So that's one thing that I'm doing. Another thing is that, like, catching up with my family right now, and we can still call back home every week, so that, that helps with, like, catching up every week. But um, some other things that I'm doing to, like, to help me prepare best for my mission is just, like, meeting new people. Like, BYU-Idaho is a good place for that, like, just to, like, put yourself out there kind of and, like, meet new people randomly because that's what we're going to be doing on our mission is just meeting people and helping them out. So I think, like, building connections with people like that helps me a lot Mm -hmm. yeah so last semester I actually took the same mission prep class but um it helped me a lot it got me really excited because you know our teacher was literally the best he had so many experiences 
from, you know, his personal life and then also from, like, other people and other students. So it's just, like, hearing about all these super cool things about, like, baptizing, like, one person or, like, reaching out to, like, one person. Like, I know there's people, you know, in Dominican Republic that, like, need me right now. So I'm super excited about that. And, like, Mission Prep really helped me with that. And then another thing that I've been doing since last semester, I started going to the temple every week. And so I didn't really have, like, a group of friends or anything to go with. And so I was like, I can't go to the temple, you know, when I'm by myself. I don't have my endowments out yet. But since I don't have my endowments out, I was like, I can only do baptisms. And I was like, I need a guy, you know, at least a guy to go with me to baptize me. And I was like, actually, like, I really don't. Like, I can just go by myself. So it was honestly so scary. I went to the temple it was the first time going in the Rexburg Temple, and I just went by myself. And, you know, luckily everyone there is so nice and so helpful. But I just, like, went in there, and I did baptisms. And then I've been doing it every single week. And it's just, like, really helped me a lot just to, like, be by myself in the temple. It, you know, it's so awesome just to be there by yourself. I guess just, like, feel the spirit easier and just, like, know how to, like, connect with God easier. Also, another um, thing I did to prepare for my mission is that I did get my endowments. So I've been trying to like go like every other week to go through like a session. So that's just also something I just remembered from her. So what advice would you guys give to anyone who's deciding right now whether or not to serve a mission? And what should they do to find an answer to that question? So honestly, like it is like so scary, especially like figuring out if you like trying to make the decision for yourself, like, do I really want to serve or like, do I not? It's a really hard decision because it's like, you know, a year and a half or two years. I don't know. I guess just really like connect yourself with God and like keep it in between you two. And then like once you do decide, like there's so many people willing to support you. So many people in your ward, you know, your bishopric, your parents, your family, like there's lots of people out there. So it's just like go ask for help. Just go talk to your bishop, you know, or your parents. And some advice that I would give me being like not required to, um, honestly, it's just between you and God. You you just pray for it. Um, and like for me personally, I just was like, why not? So like I'm able to, so why not do it? So that's just advice that I would give for other people is that if you really think that you are able to and that's like and you don't have anything planned for a year or something, a year and a half, like just ask God and maybe that's for you or maybe not. It just depends on yourself, on your situation. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like, you know, just start your papers, you know? Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That's great advice. That was Cindy Telford and Maria Tim, current students here at BYU-Idaho. Thanks again for joining me and sharing your stories, guys. Thank you, thank you. for having us.